I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo American News Radio, email today Indo American News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello everybody and on this sizzlingly hot Saturday afternoon. We just ended up our, our unplugged session and now we're just plugging back in with our regular show. Pramod just walked in the door and he's, Pramod, is it as hot as it seems? <laughs> I like 90s weather. You do? Yeah. Like, uh, it's 95 right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's even ja- better. That's even better. Both Jawahar and Pramod are sporting black shirts today. Jawahar's uh, shirt has zinnias, white zinnias on them. Mm. I have the flower, colorful, pa- the flower power. The flower man. <laughs> the flower power. And he's got the polka dots, Pramod. Pramod yeah. was wearing a very nice colorful black shirt yesterday also yeah, yeah. at the event. Yeah. Thank you. Very nice. At which event was this? This was this at the event which Dilse. is called Dilse by A.R. Oh, Rahman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About A.R. Rahman. And how, how was that, by the way? Very nicely it was done. wonderful. Two very hours sweet. of continuous entertainment. Yeah. And oh, really? I got to sit in the first row, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. They were so afraid they put you in the front. <laughs> no, they were appreciating because I was appreciating. And we were cheering <laughs> them on. Yeah. It was really well done. Yeah. All the programs by Niche Entertainment I've seen so far are very well done. Yeah. yeah. Niche Entertainment? N-I-C-H-E. Mm-hmm. And they are uh, based out of Pune. But yeah. the, I thought Milindok. this... Wasn't this an IAA thing? It is yeah. an IAA thing. Yeah. They bring all the niche entertainment programs. Through them, I've seen three of them, actually. Uh, One about the Indian independence movement or the India's history over the years. Uh, and then one I saw was Dil, uh, was uh, uh, Sahil. Uh, Sahir. Sahil Ludhianvi. Yeah. That was very good to all of Sahil Ludhianvi songs. And this one was Dil Safe. Dedicated the, to A.R. Man. They are bringing one about Lata Mangeshkar. So that would be very mm-hmm, interesting mm-hmm. too. So this was at the Wortham Theatre, right? No, no, no. This was at the Stafford Centre. Oh, at Stafford Centre. On Cash. The, on the Cash big Road. One. Yeah, the big yeah. one. So what they do is they put some narration, they put a storyline together and they intersperse it with songs and dances. And uh, it's just six or eight artists, but it looks like they have 50 artists, the, the way they do it. it. It's really well done. Wow, nice, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. So uh, in the meanwhile, we have lots of other things going on in, in, the, in, the, in the city and on our show. Actually, um, we have a late edition towards the end. Vijay Palod is going to be calling in for a little bit, for about 10 minutes. Kerala story? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, the, the, uh, the, the things that came out of all of that mm-hmm. within our community... Okay. Uh, and Pramod, uh, she he does this his secret whisper. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> right. he's saying do that later. Jawar is yeah. bringing out all the chronicle stories In that he wants soap, to soap cover. Box, yeah. But I'm telling him to let's do the lineup and the news and then whatever time is left, left he can get on his soapbox. Makes yeah. sense. All right. Right, right. Okay, okay. folks. So today, um, uh, as you know, we had our unplugged session of I Think I Know This with Poonam Kapoor, Yasmin Yabar and Afreen Ahmed. And in our main segment, which is from 4 to 6, the guest lineup for Saturday, June the 3rd is um, as follows. So you are either listening to Indo-American News on www.indoamericannews.com or you're listening to 98.7 FM or on the Masala Radio app. And you can listen to it online on www.masalaradio.com as well. By Monday, you can hear the recorded show on podcast, which is uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have had over 6,900 hits. It keeps increasing every week. Mm -hmm. I notice that, Johar. Mm -hmm. Very good. So please do support our show. Select follow on our Spotify podcast channel to receive new updates. The more hits we get, the more support we get from Spotify. So please do give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate that. News stories of violent crime keep stunning us every day as we wonder about the audacity of such crimes. On the other hand, Harris County Assistant District Attorney Ruben Perez has to deal with the gory details of these as head of the Special Crimes Division. He will be joining us again today at 4.20 p.m. He was on last May, too, to explain what his office does. Our next guests have become so synonymous with Masala Radio that when you mention the station, you automatically think of Sunil and Sandhya Thakkar. The station actually celebrates its 30th anniversary this year, and we wanted to do something special and hear from them firsthand about the secret to their popularity and success. So they will be joining us at 5 p.m. At 5.20 p.m., we are again uh, joined by uh, our frequent guest, Medicare insurance broker Kaushi Shah, who will explain the differences between the Medicare HMO and PPO programs and supplement plans G and N. Also, stay tuned in for more news roundup, views, sports and movie reviews. To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at indoamericannews at yahoo.com. And please do visit our website, indoamerican-news.com, to track all current stories. And remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. And now over to Pramod Kulkarni for his awesome news roundup. Uh, thank you, Sanchali. Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. At the top of the news this afternoon is the horrific train crash which took place Friday uh, in the India's northeastern state of Odisha. Thus far, the death toll has reached 288 and more than 900 passengers have been injured. Prime Minister Narendra Modi was at the accident site this morning to meet the victims of the disaster and has vowed not to spare those responsible for the accident. According to news reports, a human error in signaling may have caused the Shalimar Chennai Coromandel Express to enter a wrong track when a, where a goods train was standing. After the, collision of the, after the collision, 
the engine of the Coromandel Express mounted atop the goods train and all 22 coaches got derailed. At least three coaches of the Coromandel jumped onto a parallel track and hit the tail end of the Viveshwara Terminal to Howrah Fast Express, which is crossing the station at the same time. On the economic front, India received good news that India's GDP for the fourth quarter was 6.1%, raising the growth estimate for the full year to 7.2%. The numbers beat market expectations. Meanwhile, in Washington, D.C., President Joe Biden made a victory speech from the Oval Office last Friday e yesterday evening after the Senate passed the bipartisan budget bill, which included the raising of the debt ceiling until 2025. Biden said the U.S. averted an economic crisis and a possible economic collapse. It is no longer news that the Scripps National Spelling Bee was once, once again this year by Indian teenager. This year's winner was Dave Shah, a 14-year-old Indian-American 8th grader from Florida. Dave correctly spelled the word Samophile and won the $50,000 prize. I think this was covered in your quiz, quiz contest. Yes. Samophile refers to a plant or animal that thrives in sandy areas. A custody battle is taking place in Germany that is similar to the one depicted in the movie Norway vs. Mrs. Chatterjee. The baby in question is Ariha Shah, living in foster care in Berlin for the last 20 months. Ariha was sent to foster care after she suffered an accidental injury at the age of 7 months. The case against the parents was closed in 2022, but the child remains in foster care. More than 59 MPs and Rajya Sabha members in India have written a letter to German Ambassador Philip Ackerman to let Ariha return to India. In sports news, cricket fans in India are suffering a letdown after the dramatic IPL final that saw Chennai Super Kings defeat the Gujarat Titans on the last ball. Fortunately, we only have to wait until next Tuesday, June 7th, for the final of the World Test Championship between India and Australia. In the NBA Championship, the Denver Nuggets lead the Miami Heat 1-0 with Game 2 scheduled for tomorrow at 7 p.m. In baseball, the Houston Astros beat the Los Angeles Angels by a score of 6-2. The second game of the series is underway this afternoon. In the French Open, Coco Goff and Iga Swiatek have surged through to the fourth round. Finally this afternoon, the Houston Public Works Department has hit upon an unusual method to trim the grass in detention ponds and ditches. After two years of tests, the department has demonstrated that goat herds would be cheaper than hiring landscaping crews to maintain the detention ponds and ditches. That's all the news this afternoon. More views, discussions and music as we continue with the Indo-American News talk show. Yes. So, uh, where, where these goats kind of come from? Uh, there are a lot of, you know, I think they've been like doing an experiment for um, yeah. a year or so. 
and uh, testing different goat herds we all go buy goat meat so there are a lot of people you know who raise goats and then uh-huh. you know sell them off but that's so, a great idea yeah that is that the is. great goat droppings <laughs> can help the grass grow yeah. further yeah but i wonder you know if they'll be allowed to just graze around in the middle of i think somebody has to monitor their activities yeah so they have to have the, goat herds actually this 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 could be the beginning of a brand new visa category <laughs> goat <Yeah>. herds goat herders <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask uh, George I, when he's on next week. I think actually the landscaping crews they'll have to convert to this job. <laughs> the World Test Championship is beginning on Wednesday, not the 7th, whatever that is. <coughs> yeah, it's the Wednesday. Well, and yes. and next Saturday I said Wednesday. Yeah, but next said Saturday June 6th, our it's June 7th, uh, our yeah. um, our freelancer uh-huh Ved uh, Rugved Rugved Damle is going to be calling in from uh, London. Oh okay. With his report on the on the uh, on the event. That'll be so awesome. Yeah. The game started 4 in the morning over here. Ah, uh, so real early. 4 4 yeah, 4 4:30 something like that. But, but and yes, you know test cricket you know difference. it lasts a whole Five days. day. You know right, about right, that. Right 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 right. You do he's know? he's actually he wasn't able to get tickets to the test match but he is covering all of the uh, practice matches that are happening before. Oh. So I mean he's still going to be able to talk to somebody or the other and let's see what happens. I'm sure he'll get a ticket to go in. <clears throat> no no, he didn't get a if ticket. If he's a It's reporter, no, didn't no. get a media ticket but did he get a regular no, ticket? No, regular no, ticket? No, no. Oh, no, oh that's sad. Is that too expensive? I I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Hopefully he'll manage. Okay. Well, one of the things I wanted to point out since since I was given my <laughs> my 5 minutes of fame right now Vanished on soapbox to the last 1 minute. <laughs> so, it's it's interesting that the the census shows that the city of Houston only added 3000 residents in the past 2 years. Hmm. 3000 even though it's been pointed out that the Houston Woodland Sugarland metro area added 124000 people, only 3000 were added in Houston. Yeah, because it's the city center. Correct. Yeah, most <coughs> of them are in the suburbs. Yes. And and the city of Conroe, for example, crossed the hundred thousand population right, yeah. for the first time, adding more than ten thousand yeah, residents. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. But Dallas added the whole Dallas metropolitan area mm-hmm. added one hundred and eighty-four thousand people. Oh, okay. So it's uh, on the one hand we're talking about increases here, but their decreases in New York. uh New York City lost almost 405,000 people uh between July t- uh, 2020 and July 2022 Los Angeles and Chicago each lost 75,000 people yeah the new york is probably due to the pandemic yes well and affordable housing housing is very expensive right so so they've they've had their share of problems there but the uh on the other hand there's something else that's a, a demographic ticking bomb and that is the social security trust fund mm-hmm. so the trust fund which holds 200 2.7 trillion dollars is rapidly diminishing and that under the current law when the trust fund is empty social security can pay benefits only from dedicated tax revenues which would uh, by that point cover only 77% of benefits by the, by the year 2033 unless we do something drastic Oh, okay. We're going to lose our benefits will be slashed down to 77%. So, this is a problem that most countries more most of the developed countries are having, France, Germany, England and so on. Mm. It's the the problem of the bubble uh, the baby boomers. Yeah. 
that is going further and further along and uh, the uh, uh, when they come back into uh, supporting the, the 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 bubble there aren't enough people in the background doing this correct so, so we a, need more immigration we need more immigration this is more of a demographics uh, problem correct and so here here is the last time the government made big changes to social security was in 1983 when during the reagan administration when the government enacted reforms that slowly reduced benefits over time i think what might happen is they'll raise the uh, the age at which you can draw social security right so when during the reagan administration the reform cha- included changes raising the full retirement age uh, f- from uh, to 67 so basically people born in 1960 or later cannot retire with full benefits until the age of 67 two years after the original retirement age right so uh, it appears that the us citizens are deferring serious debate on this urgent matter and it's going to become another one of these last minute hurdles to overcome until we hold some of our politicians accountable for the whatever they could do in congress and and, and so on roughly 67 million americans mostly of whom are 65 or older receive social security benefits it is the only annuity that most people have and most people aren't aware that social security is an annuity in a sense mm-hmm. so uh, we need more demographics we need more people coming into the country we need more people coming to Houston even if they come from across the border like they're doing right now but this country can easily afford to have more people and this is one of the things that's uh, helping india so many people they all need something mm-hmm. and here we don't have enough people chasing the the dollars so there you go well, folks this is the new american news we'll be right back Hello, we're back again, folks, after I did my little soapbox, and uh, now we're going to go to our very first guest, who, who, is, who, is, uh, who is waiting for us. Uh, did we get the lines crossed? Yeah, it's line two with Ruben. Okay. division of the Harris County District Attorney's Office. He is from Sagin and received his Bachelor of Science degree in 1974 from Southwestern Texas State University in San Marcos with a major in political science. He studied international law at the London School of Economics and he received his law degree from the Thurgood Marshall School of Law at the Texas Southern University in Houston in 1980. 
and was admitted to the practice of law in 1980. Reuben has been a prosecutor since he was licensed as an attorney. He served as an assistant city attorney uh, from 1980 to 1981. From 1981 to 1992, Perez was a Harris County assistant district attorney in Houston. He served as a chief prosecutor and was responsible for the prosecution of all felonies, including death penalty cases. He prosecuted thousands of cases and multiple death penalty cases. From 1992 to uh, 2017, he served as an assistant U.S. States Attorney, United States Attorney rather, and from February 2017 to present, he returned to the Harris County District Attorney's Office as the Chief of the Special Crimes Bureau. On a final note, Ruben is a proud member of the Tejano Music Hall of Fame. Welcome, Ruben. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Glad to be back with you, sir. Um, I'm very, very honored and privileged that you invited me to speak on this program. Well, but yes, uh, Ruben, it was almost exactly a year ago, May the 24th, actually, last year, when you were on the program. And we were... Um, uh, we were delighted to have, that you were able to come back again th right now. One of the things I just wanted to po touch on real fast is the final note. You're a proud member of the Tejano Music Hall of Fame. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, my family is pretty well uh, musically oriented. And as a very, very young man, I I played music. Uh-huh. I uh, travel which all instrument? over Texas, the United States, um, playing with a band, I played the saxophone. Oh, okay. And we played kind of music, Tex-Mex music. Uh-huh. You don't get to do that. In California, that New Mexico, Oklahoma, um, Illinois, Ohio, Wisconsin. Do you still do this? Michigan. Do you get to pursue that anymore? No, I don't Every have time. time. <laughs> That's what I thought. You're, you're, you're after the bad guys now. <laughs> yeah. But what does it yeah. mean you're a proud member of the Tejano Music Hall of Fame? Your, your, your band was inducted to the Music uh, Hall of Fame? Yes, yes. yes. Uh, and where is the Tejano Music Hall of Fame? San Antonio. It's my, my, the group I played with was Cesar Sanchez and the Broken Hearts. But that's a whole different story. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to look that up and play that at the end of the show. <laughs> what was the name of your group? Cisco Sanchez and the Broken Hearts. Okay. But there's a, there's a kind of, is this, well, we were playing music and we were coming in from a gig from Abilene, Texas, back to Seguin, and we flipped over and Cisco got killed and I got hurt really badly. Oh, oh no. no. Uh, so yeah. I'm sorry to so, hear that. I was, I was in a hospital for a long time. Oh, no. I missed my junior, senior years of high school, but I still went back two years later and still graduated and still became an attorney. Oh, wow. Good for you. They have all these obstacles to succeed. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Well, so we're glad that you recovered fully and that you're out, out there and you're prosecuting these bad guys who do this, these crimes. When you say special crimes division, what does that mean? Well, my Special Crimes Bureau and our Special Crimes Bureau Chief, as you said, we prosecute felony cases involving gangs and organized crime. Oh, we okay. prosecute robbery and burglary rings. We prosecute financial crimes, such as identity theft and consumer fraud. We prosecute major offenders who are charged with murders, 
capital murders, solicitation of capital murders, and cold case cases. Wow. We, Bureau, we also have a division uh, which addresses major narcotics, which in, involves prosecuting high-level traffickers rather than low-level misdemeanor possession. Um, we basically assist uh, investigators to assist law enforcement agencies in significant and complicated criminal investigations. We also, my bureau is also charged with vehicular crimes. As I said, we have money laundering prosecutions. Um, so we're, we're really busy. You know, well, we I, I would imagine bureau. those are yeah. some really significant kind of crimes. Uh, Ruben, does this ever put you in danger, prosecuting any of this stuff? Well, I think that's a, a discussion for a different uh, venue. Okay. Okay. Generally, generally, uh, crooks look at us as arms of the state. Mm-hmm. So long as you're professional in the way you proceed with the prosecutions and not make it personal, generally the, the crooks know that we're just doing our job. And that we're not only protecting their rights, but we're also protecting, you know, their family's rights, you know, and protecting our jobs to protect the public and crooks have family members too, you know. Yes, that's that brings me to my question, uh, Ruben. A lot of these drug cartels, you know, they are international, like they originate in different countries. So does your office, you know, associate on an international level with any other countries or anything, or it goes to the FBI and then FBI takes care of it? I'll say this. When I was a federal prosecutor, and I did that from 92 to 2017, for about close to 10 years, I was involved in the prosecution of international drug cartels and money laundering operations. So at, at, at that level, at the federal level, we did uh, touch... Um, uh, prosecute organizations that came in from Mexico, Colombia, Central America, across the ocean. Uh, the federal government is better equipped to handle international drug organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also prosecute, as I said, major narcotics here in Harris County, which sometimes um, does involve international drug organizations, and we work with the FBI and the DEA. And we also have what's called a, our bureau also has what's called a border prosecution unit, which we have a, a unit that uh, dedicates uh, resources to prosecuting cases which have a nexus to the U.S. border. And oftentimes that involves gangs, for example, the MS-13, mm-hmm. gangs like that have nexus to, as I said, to, to uh to the borders. We, we're also in charge of those kind of cases. Well, no, so, so Ruben, in, there are gangs all over the world that, that deal in drugs. And, Correct. And, and since the U.S. is a, such a huge market, unfortunately, that's, that's kind of a sad note, but it's a huge market even for drugs. Do you see uh, South Asian or Asian gangs also entering into this market? Let me say this. Anytime that there is money any time that there's um, um, ways to, to make money, even if it's illicit, it, it, those kind of organizations cross uh, cultural barriers. They, they involve, you know, just there's no uh, specific uh, race or, or uh, ethnic 
uh, group. No, but what, what I meant was more like, do you see uh, South Asian gangs here uh, that are uh, pushing drugs or other things out of the contraband? There are, yes, there are South Asian gangs that do uh, uh, engage in drug trafficking and human trafficking as well. Really? Yeah, but no, I, I, I've, I've known about Southeast Asian gangs. I was just wondering if there were South Asian gangs, in other words, Indian, Pakistani, Sri Lankan, or whatever, because uh, I, I know of some cases where there's some prostitution rackets going on with South Asian gangs. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I didn't know. But As I said, anytime there's money to be made, oftentimes um, people, even if they can make money legitimately for whatever reason, oftentimes they turn to illegitimate um, uh, avenues to make money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, Ruben, you were a federal prosecutor, and now you're in the Harris County District Attorney's Office. Uh, what yes. excites you about being in the Harris County District Attorney's Office? Well, my whole career, at 43 years of doing this, uh, I've been a prosecutor at the local level for now 17 years and 18 years, and at the federal level 25 years. Um, but no matter what what sovereign you represent, what jurisdiction you represent, it's always very rewarding to uh, prosecute and seek justice and protect the constitutional rights of the accused but also to make sure that the victims of crime are protected, that they're that they also receive their fair their fair um, representation in court to make sure that justice is done for them. Mm-hmm. It's very when you seek justice and you get justice for these victims and victims' families and friends and so forth. It's very rewarding. Yeah, I see. Um, what still shocks you, Ruben? Well. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if shock is the right word, but I'm always amazed at the brazen disregard for others' lives. And, uh, for example, this I'm sure you've heard of it, the incident of a crime that occurred that took place this spring is the jugging case of two teens, one of whom is accused of slamming down a woman he and his partner had robbed and left her paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that video clip, yeah. Yeah, and I really don't want to go into it too much because, again, it's still pending, but um, I don't know word is so Nothing surprises me, shocks me anymore, I guess, mm-hmm. but I'm still always amazed at the disregard for other people's well-being. I just don't understand it. So some of these crimes, I mean, especially since we're talking about special crimes, there must be very gruesome, you know, to, to, to handle these kind of things, and, and both for the prosecutors as well as the investigators. Yes, it, it is very gruesome. Uh, it's very challenging. It's uh, heart-wrenching. But as I said, it's, on the other hand, when you do get justice for victims and their families, it is very rewarding. I've already said that, but I just want to stress that. And let me give you an example of how rewarding it can be. Uh, when I was a federal prosecutor, I tried a human trafficking case, and there were 17 defendants. And there were they had they had uh, trafficked many, many, many girls, mm-hmm. and it, 
at the federal trial, 12 little girls testified. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to testify, but they did. But a week after the trial, uh, the FBI agent showed up in my office with his painting. It was a tree that the girls had painted. And it says, the freedom and justice you fought for us has given us new life. Wow. And the tree were 12 dots, colored dots. Wow. And each dot was each little girl's thumbprint. Oh, oh my gosh! Very touching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that so, that re- that's a reward in very itself. Very rewarding indeed. Yeah. Yes. Um, Human. So. Uh, I mean, sex trafficking is a huge problem in the state. You know, uh, I'm a pharmacist, and I have to do a a little course every two years for, as continuing education. And one of the topics is sex trafficking. That we as pharmacists, if we ever you know, are suspicious of this going on, we need to report. So how bad is it in the state of Texas and in Houston? I'm, I'm really happy that you asked that question because I, as a, when I was a federal prosecutor, I did a lot of human trafficking cases on the international side. Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing that Houston is the human trafficking capital of the world. I firmly disagree with that. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, human trafficking occurs all over the world. Yep. It is a global problem. We in Houston prosecute human traffickers probably more so than anybody in the country. And as a consequence, we get a lot of publicity, and suddenly we have a problem, a human trafficking problem. I like to say that we are the human trafficking prosecution capital of the world as mm-hmm. opposed to the human trafficking capital of the world. Yeah, yeah. So we cases and we get publicity and suddenly Houston has a problem. Well my opinion is the whole world has a problem. The US has a problem, but we probably address address that problem more aggressively than any other uh, jurisdiction in the United States. So, so we get a lot of publicity, but I don't think it's any worse here than anywhere else. Well we've talked about drugs and gangs and human trafficking uh, but but fraud, uh, I mean, is and and is a big deal. I mean, white collar crime. Yeah, is that uh, something that you also handle? Yes, sir. Uh, my bureau handles uh, cyber crimes, which is what you're probably talking about: fraud, embezzlement, land, mortgage uh, fraud, and, uh, crimes like that. Mm-hmm. It is a fast and growing area for people to fall prey to these kind of crooks. Um, our office has expanded into this area in the past five years as the FBI and U.S. Attorney's offices don't really, I guess they don't have the resources to pursue lower-level cyber financial crimes, such as business email scans or romance scans. So in Texas um, or in, the, in Harris County, uh, we've, we've expanded our, our efforts as much as we can um, because if the value-based crime of $300,000 or more is a first-degree felony. Mm-hmm. That's the range of punishment is 5 to 99 or life in prison. So there are serious consequences um, to, to these cases. So we've been seeing a lot of check-washing cases and cases where people uh, steal checks from outside mailboxes and then open bank accounts. So the perpetrators aren't only across the ocean or overseas. Uh, so my, my, in the short time that I have with you to address this, 
I would urge people to keep a vigilant eye, vigilant eye on their account balances, their credit reports, and when they're going to mail bills, to go inside the post office to mail bills. And if they do want to report a crime or they do need to report a financial crime, uh, contact your local police agency or contact our Cyber and Financial Crimes Division, and I'll give you that number, 713-308-2500. Correct. And yes. that, that is the number two? Our Cyber and Financial Crimes Division at my Special Crimes Bureau here at the DA's office. Okay. Uh, Ruben, we will be going to a commercial break in a couple of minutes, but uh, when we come back, I would like to ask you about, you know, if someone has lost money as the result of a scam, can your office help them, you know, receive compensation or do they have to go to civil court? Um, you may have a lengthy answer, so that's why we can hold off on that answer until we come back from the commercial break. Uh, it's just a short two-minute commercial break, folks. You're listening to Ruben Perez and... Uh, he is the Bureau Chief of the Special Crimes Division of the Harris County District Attorney's Office, and we're very privileged to have him with us. And, you know, he's going over a lot of different details about the different kinds of crimes that, uh, you know, his office deals with. And then you're partnering with uh, Kim Og, so we will talk about that, too, after the commercial break. And and I was actually very happy to see you the other day, uh, Ruben, at Kim Og's uh, kickoff campaign Um or his campaign kickoff party, actually, on, on Thursday. Oh, it was my pleasure. It was an honor to see you as well, and it's always a, a privilege and an honor to, 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 to run into people such as yourselves who do so much for the community. Well, thank you for those encouraging words. And with that, uh, we will be going to a commercial break, but uh, uh, we want to uh, ask more questions, as Sanchali just mentioned, from Ruben Perez who's the uh, Bureau Chief of the Special Crimes Division of the Harris County uh, District Attorney's Office. So, folks, don't go away. This is Indo-American News. We'll be right back. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Prabhon. Indo-American News Radio. Looking for fresh, homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, attas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. Chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. कहानी है ये इंदौर के एक मध्यमवर्गी जोड़ी की कपिल और सोमिया मेरे को पता कैसा फील हो रहा है कैसा तेरे को मैं हॉस्टल छोड़ने आता था दिल में ना ऐसा तक 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 जुड़ा परिवार और ढेर सारा प्यार पर धीरे-धीरे वक्त के साथ उनके जीवन ने लिया एक यू टर्न ये क्या है तुम्हारे लिए कुछ स्पेशल वाओ डायमंड नेकलेस महाराजा से 
क्या इसका मतलब हमारा अगला वेकेशन कैंसिल अरे नहीं हर चीज के भाव बड़े हैं लेकिन महाराजा में डायमंड्स के भाव बिल्कुल नहीं बड़े तो नेकलेस भी तुम्हारा और वेकेशन भी महाराजा ज्वेलर्स फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्रॉफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड लाइफ A wedding is a once-in-a-lifetime milestone to celebrate in grand fashion. Margaritaville Lake Resort, Lake Conroe provides the space and splendor for the ultimate South Asian wedding experience. Exquisite indoor and outdoor venues for up to 600 guests. All suite guest rooms overlooking the beautiful Lake Conroe and a variety of multi-day amenities and events for a truly one-of-a-kind wedding. All is possible at Margaritaville. Call 936-448-3 103 now to plan the wedding of your dreams crime politics finances climate change ah sometimes it gets to be a bit too much that indo-american news unplugged we bring voice to your feelings call in to talk share or disagree with sanjali and jawahar and listen to jyoti playing songs based on indian classical music with pramod and sudhir so call indo-american news unplugged kick back and listen up folks it'll make you feel better every saturday listen to masala radio 3 to 6 pm Indo-American News. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking to Ruben Perez, who's the bureau chief of the Special Crimes Division of the Harris County District Attorney's Office, and uh, it was a delight running into him the other day at uh, uh, at at a reception on on Thursday. Uh, and and actually, Ruben, you've been to a a uh, an event at the at India House uh, i think last year or was it the year before when i first met you i'm not sure it I was you and anna carpenter yes we were uh, yes yes i think that i think that was a couple of years ago right right but i've been very very uh, blessed to when i was a federal prosecutor i used to run into a lot of people from different cultures because as prosecuting cases involving international organizations and such i used to get i got to know a lot of the council generals and and people from the different councils so i used to go to different uh, council general functions yeah so i used to meet a lot of people from all over the world well so uh, before we go on to the question that sanjali asked i i just have one quick question you know i did some work uh, with the uh, fort bend county jail uh and uh, the sheriff uh Milton was uh, in charge at that time and uh, i had the uh, i should i i had the occasion to go and do a tour of the jail and i was surprised to find a number of indian and pakistani prisoners in oh, the jail wow. so on the subject of cyber crime which uh, a lot of uh, people from all over the world can participate in and so on i wanted to ask Do you do, do you know if uh, there are South Asians in, in the federal penitentiary, for example, or the Harris County Jail? You know, I don't have any specific data to address that, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. As I said, any time there's uh, money to be made, it's going to attract. you know different people from different nationalities right but i i don't have any specific data to to address that yeah note. like the guy who ran in, who took his u-haul truck into the white house fence yeah, yeah yeah he's an indian teenager so yeah yeah 
Oh, anyway. So, yeah, my question before we went on the break is, if someone has lost money as the result of a scam, can your office help them receive compensation or do they have to go to civil court? You know, if, if a defendant has been convicted of, of um, perpetuating a scam, yes, the answer is we definitely are going to try our best to get restitution for that victim. Um, we have a victim um, assistance uh, program at our office, and a lot of their job is to uh, seek restitution and get restitution for people who have been uh, uh, victims of crime. And we'll do, as I said, we, that's, I mean, it's, we don't want, we want to make sure that crime doesn't pay, that, that the perpetuators um, don't make money off of these victims and for the victims to get, to just, uh, to get justice and get their money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, how many people actually work with you in your in your division, uh, investigators my, included? Oh God, my bureau. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, Maybe if I were guessing fifty, a hundred. You know, when I go back to the office Monday, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look that up. I I would say a hundred and. 20, maybe? Oh, wow. That's quite a large That's a lot, number. Yeah, yeah but uh, how many cases are you pursuing? I mean, 120 might not be enough. <laughs> oh, God. 120 is not enough. And again, I don't have any specific data into the number of cases my whole bureau prosecutes because that changes daily. Mm-hmm. But let me say this. Chicago has as many... The, the population of Chicago is the same as Houston almost. I think they're number three. We're number four. Mm-hmm. But we are the third most populous county in the U.S. Really? I think it's Los Angeles. I think it's uh, New York. And then it's us as far as counties. Mm-hmm. But Chicago has a 1,000 assistant district attorneys. Mm-hmm. And we have about 350. Wow. Why this disparity? I mean, what needs to be done to... That's a very good question. Uh, I'm sure that you've heard and you've probably seen and read about my district attorney, uh, your Harris County elected district attorney, going before for commissioner's court and asking for funding to get more prosecutors, to get more personnel. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, yeah, I we, think Kim Hogg talked about it too, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we, there's not enough budget that's allocated to hire these uh, prosecutors. And that's well, the biggest said, problem. Think about it. Chicago has a thousand, mm-hmm. and we have about three hundred and fifty. They have more crime there too, I think. N- well, no, <laughs> that's not true. In Chicago, there's crime, all sorts of crime, all over the yeah. place. Yeah, no, I'm just, <laughs> just trying to but justify. Just in terms of population, <laughs> uh, as I said, we're the yeah, third most populous county in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I said, I think it's Los Angeles, Chicago, and then us. I think that's what oh, okay. it is. So yeah. we're but I know close. we're number three. We need at least uh, to 500 or so. Yeah. You, know, and, you, know, you heard my boss always asking for more funding for more prosecutors. Uh, by the way, Ruben, uh, your boss, uh, District Attorney Kim Og, recently announced a partnership with the DEA, uh, the Drug Enforcement Authority, and other local law enforcement agencies to form a task force to go after the fentanyl dealers. Uh, yes. Can you talk I, you about know, that? Yes, I'm so happy you brought that up. I'd like to stress that uh, my boss, Kim Mog, has added a major narcotics section to my, uh, to my bureau, and it's assigned to the Organized Crime Division. 
and we have multiple senior prosecutors with homicide and organized crime experience working with agencies such as the DEA to pursue charges against high-level traffickers, pill press operators, and overdose, overdose death cases. For example, as you mentioned, fentanyl death. Um, we help the prosecutor, I mean the uh, agencies, the uh, that's the DEA, anybody, any law enforcement agency. Uh, we help them investigate the case through disposition. Um, we try not to uh, prosecute low-level. No, let me let me say this. Our focus is on uh, traffickers who amount of narcotics makes them ten or fifteen years to life cases, and um, our whole mission is to identify, prosecute, and dismantle the distribution chains that are leading to fentanyl use and death. There is a problem with fentanyl being used by uh, by drug users, and they're dying. And we, it's a big problem to... with the youngsters, too. Teenagers are, you know, not yes. knowing that they're yes. actually taking, because they make it look like candy, you know. Oh, yeah. Yes, we're, no. there are a lot of people dying from the use of fentanyl, mm -hmm. and that's why my boss, uh, we, we knew that was a problem, and we're, we're addressing that problem, and um, she formed a, a, a narcotic section, a major narcotic section, and assigned it to special crimes, so we could uh, go after these people who are killing us. I don't know what other word to use other than they're killing our kids. Yeah. The problem is most of all the fentanyl, those candy-like products are being made elsewhere in other countries and they're just infiltrating and flooding our, uh, you know, the Americans basically. And they are taking it unknowingly. Sometimes they don't even know it's fentanyl and it's lethal. It's like the most abused yeah. drug in the country right well, now. Well, but Sanchali, but uh, just on the, to follow up on that, is that not happening worldwide? Uh, we know more about it because we are addressing it over here. Correct. I do not know if it's as chronic or as huge a problem in other, in the rest of the world because probably they're not talking about it. But here we are talking about it and addressing sure. it. So that's how we know. That, that's such a good point. It, it's almost analogous to what we just said. A exactly. Ago Absolutely. About human traffickers. Right. You know, Houston has a human trafficking problem. Well, the whole world has a human trafficking exactly. problem. But we're doing something about it. And like you know, my boss, Kim Ma, is addressing the fentanyl death. So I'm sure there's publicity elsewhere now. Suddenly we have a problem. But that problem I know is occurring all over the U.S. Well, Ruben, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your uh, Saturday afternoon with us. Some of these uh, thoughts and uh, information, they're really very valuable for uh, our community to know. And we look forward to having you once again with us uh, in, down the road, Ruben. And, uh, have a I'm always available. I'm, ve I'm a very, very dedicated and committed public servant. I'm here to help the community. But, you know, I know we're running out of time, but I've got to say two things. I'm sure. Number one, we do not care whether people got here legally or illegally or whether they're here legally or illegally. We are to protect everybody on our soil. Our Constitution protects everybody. Right. So please, if there's a victim of crime and they're here illegally, uh, we don't care. We're mm -hmm. going to protect you. We're going to prosecute people who will harm you. And one last thing, I know we're running out of time, but i got to say this, especially with the 4th of July around the corner, be careful with people. Tell the, the listeners, 
don't be uh, shooting fireworks or uh, guns in the air during the 4th of July or any time. Mm-hmm. Because what goes up comes down, and you can wind up hurting somebody or even worse, killing somebody by shooting your guns. And, and especially if you're shooting them up in the air and then they come down. Yeah, There's yeah. No Whatever goes up must come down. Yes, don't do that. Yeah. Ruben, thank you very much. Somebody, but it's illegal. Thanks it was once such again. a pleasure having you on the show. Thank yeah. you very much for making time thank for you, us. Ruben. Yes. And, and we'll no, talk God to you again. God bless you all. God bless America. And if you all have any questions, please do not hesitate to call me. I'm here to serve the community. All right. And our office is too. And Kim Mog is here to serve the community. Thank you once again, Ruben. Good to have you with Thank us. Thank you. God bless. Thank God you. Bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, so that's uh, uh, good food for thought. It certainly is because there's so much crime, especially cyber crime mm-hmm. and then fentanyl. You know, there are issues all over the place. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, by the way, we have, uh, a f- we have about five minutes before we get our... The star of our show today. Yes. Huh, Sanchali? They're not here yet. Well, he, he I, I just texted him. Uh, hopefully, he's going to be walking in the door. He has to. It's a long one-mile walk, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is that movie? The 100-mile walk? Yes. The, 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 the restaurant. Was, yeah. The restaurant with yeah. Dave Patel, I think. No? No, no. It was uh, with the, the Indian actor who died. Uh, yeah, uh, Om Puri. Om Puri, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know, I just wanted to mention to you that there's a new company in town called CZG uh, Plasmonics. It's a Houston startup that came up with a reactor uh, 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 to convert ammonia uh-huh. into hydrogen that you can use in a car. Oh, okay. And uh, which is a, a big breakthrough, apparently. The technology was actually developed at Rice University. Oh, wow. And it was uh, it was licensed by this company whose name is really hard to pronounce. It's S Y Z Y G Y C Z G. It's like what did they think they were doing? <laughs> but the um, the chief technology officer and co-founder of the company is Saman Kathiwada. Okay. So it's we probably from Katiawad. Yeah. Oh, Katiawad. Yeah, Katiawad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, they drop the A. So Katiwada. Katiwada. Okay. So um, Suman Katiwada. Mm-hmm. So we have another Indian connection here. Yes. So we, I think before too long, people will find out that electric cars aren't the way to go. Hydrogen is the only way to go. Well, I think we need multiple sources. Right, but the problem with electric cars is the charging. Yeah, no, apparently they have come up with uh, new charging methods that can take a car 1,000 miles. No, but that's not it. a single charge. A charger requires copper to be built Mm -hmm. because it has transformers, it has all these other components, and it has to be connected to a source of electricity. But this gas stuff requires uh, a huge infrastructure. But... But the the problem that we don't have enough copper in the world to take care of all this, we have we have already two hundred thousand tons of shortage of copper a year. Hmm. So where the heck is all the where copper going to come from? Where are all the copper mines at in Africa? Chile. There's one Chile. in Utah. Oh. Yeah. oh, okay. Because the Russian uh, gang, I forget the name. They are exploiting uh, 
this country in Africa, which is like totally been taken over by the Russian yeah, mafia. Yeah, I think the I Angola. No, no, no. Uh, you remember the name? Yeah. No. It but was a on the news. bigger problem is lithium. So they are uh, getting all the diamonds, black diamonds, and gold from lithium there. Lithium is used in batteries. So right, but they found a good problem. source of lithium in California. It's coming mm -hmm. out and of And even in India. Yeah, th yes. they, they found lots of lithium. But converting it is one thing, but how do you charge the car? I'm telling you, that's a big problem. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's why I haven't bought a, an electric car yet until the infrastructure is there in right. place. Right now we don't because I've seen people who are driving electric cars and I see what lengths they have to go to get it charged because I have a neighbor who drives a Lucid and I went with them to get their car charged. And you have to drive miles to find Lucid a... Lucid would be very difficult. Yes, so that's what I'm saying. It's mm -hmm. not that easy. Not it's that not as lucid as it seems. Tesla is probably a little bit better. Yes. But hydrogen is the way to go. But okay. now they're penalizing you if you leave your car on the charger and it's already fully charged, you have to pay. Mm. Okay. Because you're taking up space, so, mm -hmm. you know, which could be used by someone else. It's mm -hmm. a, it's not it's not easy. Just let me tell you that there are different kinds of chargers and the, the ports are different for different electric cars so there's a lot of issues okay oh, it's yeah. not as easy <laughs> all right yeah. look who's here so we're we, gonna be we going the to stars our next... of our show here well <laughs> folks we're gonna be going to a commercial break and when we come back we will be joined by none on, none other than those who started this radio station so don't go away all right <laughs> you knew this would be coming right <laughs> we have sunil in the house <laughs> sunil and his lovely wife are both in the house and and we're just uh, we don't have to say very much because Sunil he loves takes to do Facebook Live and all yes, that good stuff. We love to do it. <laughs> and Sunil was in New York just recently. Oh yeah, I saw you on the streets of New York. Man, it was amazing promoting Mogaleyazam. So you'll need yeah. to talk about it. Yes. Well, but we want to talk about Sunil and how he got started. Yes. And wow. we had a we had a big role to play with that. Yes, you did. Um, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jawar by Pramodji and Dr. Sidwani. The TV program. Uh, yeah, it was just. Uh, I found the damn video. You did? You I did? did? Yes. Ashiana? Yes. yes. Oh my oh God. 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 I must see that. He was, he was the newscaster. On I'm, I'm converting it to a, to a, to a USB drive so that okay, you can. Oh, awesome. wow. So I, it wasn't the only one. You were on with us several times. Yes, well, several we times, are, yes. we'll be right back, folks, after the commercial break. 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American Indo News Radio. Radio. Orissa Culture Center, 16th Annual Houston Jagannath Rathyatra, Saturday, June 24th, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. 3101 Fuqua Street, 9 to 11.30 a.m. Free health and dental checkup, 3 to 5.30. Odissi, international dance, music and Vedic chanting, 6.30 to 8.30. Chariot pulling and Samohik Maha Arti. Free dinner, Mahaprasad, shopping bazaar, free parking and kids play area, 281-888-5220. OCC at OU.com. 
Stop using a razor. Start laser. Get ready for summer with Amerijuve. Laser hair removal. Full body. Only $19.99 with lifetime warranty. Cool sculpting. 30% off per cycle. Specials valid until June 30th. Visit one of six Amerijuve locations for skincare and rejuvenation, including microderm, microneedling, chemical peels, Botox, and fillers. Call for your appointment. 713-960-6262. Or visit Amerijuve.com. Amerijuve. Look good. Feel good. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 90. 8.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti Crime politics finances climate change ah sometimes it gets to be a bit too much that Indo-American news unplugged we bring voice And folks we're back again now with Indo-American news radio with the founder of this the founders of this radio station and uh, the r- the the actual music masala show itself we're so delighted we didn't even have to write a bio because everyone knows you guys oh this my gosh did you do you usually write bios and introduce them yeah. yes. yes. what do you think we have a bio we have a bio everything is written oh my god i see everything that yes, a wow. lot of homework goes <laughs> into best our program newspaper the best south asian newspaper in the country uh indo-american newspaper and editor is right here with us pramod hi there hi sanchali hello hi hello there. right so now for a minute uh, i'm going to turn the tables on you guys so we're going to interview you oh sure. wow and go for it because because inquiring minds want to know <laughs> the history <laughs> they want to know how all this started so 30 year anniversary this year yep and it's uh, it seems like time has just flown by yeah, like that right yeah like it, it does started. it does it so, cannot people when they look at us they're like what you've been doing the same thing for 30 years and i'm like no it's not the same thing it's always it. evolving every day every day is different every yes. day is different day is you different. walk in and you never know especially But, with sunil you never know what's going to happen next you know Su- and often sunil sunil has evolved himself. Yep. Because uh though a, a lot of people don't know this when when you started your radio program uh, in 1992, 93, 93, 93. Uh we you started running some ads with us. I still have the full page ads. Oh my god. Wow. Yes. So so it we was, go back Indo American and Masala Radio go back. And uh, it was a 2 hour infancy. show, just 2 yeah. hours. Saturdays 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on 11:80 a.m. And you were competing with Meenadath and you were competing with Shobha. But but Sandhya did you did you join up at that time because you you guys have been married now 25 years, yeah, right? Yeah, so we no. we got married. No, no, no. We got married in 92. Oh. And uh Sunil was in Cleveland, Ohio at that time working with British Petroleum. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh I went and visited up there before the wedding and I'm like I can't live here. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to convince him to move down or Sunil you know. already was a Houstonian because he went to yeah, U of yeah, yeah. H so he was yeah. he, he went to U of H he I graduated remember. went to BP in Cleveland and I said I can't live here so you're going to need to move back down 
And then he need, you know, didn't have a real incentive. He had a great job and he was loving his life in downtown Cleveland. And so um, all of a sudden there was a separation package. BP was downsizing. They were offering him money to go back to school. He decided to go to Rice, mm-hmm. got in. Thanks to a few essays I wrote. Yes, I'll yeah. say it right now. Yes, right now. I actually now should have had Pramod check my essays. So Sunil is going to take over You would have now. given me a scholarship. Pramod check my essays. Maybe I would have gotten into Rice. But anyway, he got in. And so in order to come down, and he had a year to go before he started again, so he decided let's do something in the creative field while he's waiting to go to school and he started the radio show um and we did. We and did. we and and actually it was i have to thank the founding four members of the radio yeah. show and you probably know them all yes uh, one was ashish molhotra yes uh one was tejas choksi mm-hmm. one was uh yogesh patel mm-hmm. and then there was sunil and i Five of us. And Ashish's brother Anurag. Ah, uh, yeah, he who was also us with the CDs and yes. playing the CDs. Playing the oh my god! Is it the same oh, Ash who comes CDs. on our? We played cassettes. Ash, yes, same same Ash, Ash who comes on our show on a monthly basis. Yes, yes. yes. So he yes. told yes. us that he was involved. So yes. back in the yeah. day, we worked with cassettes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We played ads. Each ad was on this thing called a cart, and there was a cart machine. Yes. Cartridges. Right. Yeah, yeah. Each ad had to be. You had to put it in. Take it out, put it in, take it out, put it in. Not like a computer doing everything. And you had a everything. wall-to-wall cassettes we on the show. We had a whole wall full of cassettes, and they were all organized, meticulously organized. Was this in the studio? Which studio were you doing this? So from? we had to go all the way by the airport, interna- intercontinental. Whoa. Yes. Yes. Nobody wanted to give us time when we wanted to rent a time. Nobody wanted to give us time. No radio station. Because back then, it was there was no ethnic radio. The only ethnic radio was, was Hispanic radio. But Mina, they were all... Mina, 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 Mina was, was on... Was uh, on a non-profit, non-profit. 90.1. But you, you were on AM, right? Yes. We were on AM. Uh-huh. Nobody wanted to give us time. Right. Jim Glagowski, uh, Christian Radio said, you know, maybe I've got some weekend time available. I'll give you two hours. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And that was the only two hours we had no choice. That was it. 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. And we on, took on, it. A, on a Saturday? On a Saturday. Well, and that at was, that, that time, you were just doing like Hindi Bollywood songs? Or yeah, what were you just, doing? Okay. Yeah. yeah, just Bollywood songs. And it was a little bit more scripted. I would have a script kind of like that. <laughs> and every song would have a script. And it was just kind of... The uh, first broadcast was May 22nd, 1993. 1993, May 22nd. And I want to say from that day for, to this day, we always covered our airtime thanks to our generous sponsors. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of people that Sunil and I were in India Students Association together at U of H. I and remember those we, days. Uh, yeah. We used to Sunil, get sponsors. Sunil came to our apartment. He knew my roommate. Yeah. Yeah. Were, Sukhi, were, Sukhi were, were you yes. not scared of the cost of doing this at that time? At that time, I mean, it was just two hours. But uh, still. So it was not that bad. And we had generous sponsors who are still on Hillcroft today. Sari Sapne, Ramesh yes. Lula. Sapne we want to give him a shout out. Yogi Gahunia. May his soul oh, rest yeah. in Raja peace. Sweets. Raja. Raja Sweets was yes. one of our first Be- advertisers. And Nisha Mirani. Nisha um, Mirani. Bharat, Bharat, Grocers Bharat Grocers. With Bharat Bhai and Nisha Ben Mirani. These, these were our first sponsors. But before the radio, you know what came before the radio? My little uh, experience with Ashiana TV. Ah. It truly just gave me... I always wanted to be an actor. I always told my mom I wanted to be an actor. My mom was like, you know... Nothing doing. How's yeah. Madi? How's Madi doing? Madi's doing great, good, fantastic. Good. That's Madi's wonderful. Doing amazing. But but I remember. I mean, that's the video clip that I found. Oh yeah, the, okay. your very first show. 
the very first show. He's found the first show wow, that I was that on, Ashiana Wait, TV. Wait, did you find my thing? I actually did some modeling for Raja Sweets. They had a clothing shop right next door. This no, like, you did something at Pawan Grover's house. That yeah, was that a, too. That, that was a, like a little modeling thing at Pawan. It was also on Ashiana TV. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I wow. Ashiana TV had lots of stuff from everything. It was like this radio show, except Correct. it was yes. on it video. Was, it was in video. I just but, remember Jawar doing the news. And yeah. I did yeah. it so well, she still uh, can't get over it. <laughs> yeah, I just remember that. <laughs> Noshad yeah. Karmali is tuned in saying, I'm just here. Noshad Karmali is like, I'm just... Uh, so, uh, so tell me. Hi, Noshad. Hey. Noshad Karmali is... So let, let me let me take you back a little bit further. So, uh, uh, Sunil, you're from Matunga, right? Matunga! Yes, you that's my... You have to my, say it right, man. A piece yeah. of my heart is in Matunga. Okay. It's okay, Matunga, I Matunga. I grew up in Mumbai, Ca- too. Cafe India. Cafe India. Uh, Anand Bhavan was Anand. the one. Ah. Yeah. Anand Bhavan was 14 years. My mom got me uh, idlis for 14 years of my high school years. Got me idli. I would wake up in the morning. There'd be idli... Wrapped in newspaper and somebody in a plastic bag and chutney in <laughs> banana leaf, yeah. waiting, waiting for me. Wow. Right. My I, mom. Yeah, right. I, I grew I, up in Andheri. Andheri okay, West, went yeah. to school in Villaparla. Well, so, see, you guys were I like, remember you know, big, the line, Mahi Matunga, yeah, those big time. Church big all time. The I've been in a cafe in India many, many times. Oh, um, and, then, and, and actually, I took the Western Railroad one day. <laughs> I took off with Oh, them. you got the Western Railroad. Yeah. Okay, cool. He was and, recently And how the, about you, Sandhya? I was born and raised in Houston. Oh, okay. Born at St. Luke's Estonia. right here in Houston. So, in, so how did the two of you meet? We School met at Dandia. It was Dandia. I just gotten I just got so to she, you. Days, she was right? beating you was... up right away with the Dandia. <laughs> you know what? I went in I <laughs> first year I went in it was just me myself. I didn't have too many friends. It was the first year in the US and I just gotten a little taller. I, I kind of hit puberty late and I just got a little taller and I got a little <laughs> more confident and I go to Dandia at Dulles High School and I was like looking for somebody and in walks in through the door this girl this and, beautiful girl yeah yes in a chanya choli side, huh? purple chanya choli <laughs> and I said I got to know her the beginning of their love story and i you know you couldn't ask for numbers back then nobody had cell phones this before cell phones exactly so i wrote a number down on a piece of napkin and while she was at the uh food stall with her family i gave her and said listen i i I, if you if you if you want to call me i i might so was it mutual sandhya did you call him for a long time (laughs) (laughs) my parents didn't allow that i was from an era where you just don't call guys and you know forget about bringing him to the house or going out anywhere or anything so what changed Uh, so how did you all tuned in. Deepika Agarwal is saying, just get, get to know your story. <laughs> really, this is more, hey, we're going to switch it back to uh, Indo-American news yeah. because I think you you guys are amazing. But finish up your story real yeah, quick. Yeah. So we basically, move. we uh, knew each other throughout Seventh college. day, she called. After I gave the number, first n- first evening, I'm like, hey, Bhabi, I was living with the, uh, Ajit Bhai and, and Rita Bhabi. Bhabi, anybody call? No. Who's going to call? Oh, no, no, nobody. Second day, anybody call? Nobody. Third, fourth, fifth day, I'd given up. And seventh day in the evening, I was in my room. And Bhabi's like, somebody is calling for you. And I don't know Koi what her name che. is. Koi chokri che. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. And what? Uh, she was horrified when I didn't say her name right when I picked up the phone. Aww. What, what, did, what you did you say? say? Sangeeta. <laughs> oh. Her name was Sandhya, but I called Hi Sangeeta on the phone. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, no, no, no. no. 
killed killed the deal right there. But still, rest was history, right? But now, Sunday, you moving further on out, you were working as a financial uh, advisor. Yep. When when you started the the radio yeah, program, so I I worked for that in the daytime and worked on the radio in the evenings and weekends. So you and always had an interest in the creative arts, the performing arts. Actually, I would say I love music. I'm a, a fan of Mina Dad from when I was little. So mm-hmm. I always I learned a lot about a lot of the songs I know are. She was into hosting know, events. Our, she really so I was, but I was an together. event manager from college and high school. So mm-hmm. I love putting together events. Mm-hmm. So I did all the events. that and all the business and i was also always a, a business manager the indian students association yes. at uhs yes. yeah yes. right. i so, remember and yeah. i'm with that thought in mind i'm going to fast forward it quite a, quite a lot how how is it being married to a hyperactive person like sunil oh my god <laughs> not easy not easy not easy i mean no, you no, can not an easy person but but, but it's good sandhya keeps with. you in check so you, you know. don't have enough time <laughs> For this, I don't have enough time to explain. <laughs> I want to write a book, but there's just like not enough time left in my life to explain oh, okay. how what it's like marrying to somebody who's just one minute this, Crazy. one minute this, <laughs> one minute this, one minute this, um, changing his mind. One day he'll walk in. Okay, we're gonna do this at noon. Okay, next minute we're gonna do this at noon. We're gonna do this. And everything changes but, every bu- minute. But business-wise, the two of you complement each other. And you're the one who's who's who, who's been running the show here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, the, she, the she's the CEO. So, so yeah. I'm the last the C- saw on CEO, the financial. CEO, CFO, COO. Uh, she runs the business. If uh, we're not for her, we wouldn't have cruises. We wouldn't have these events. We wouldn't have this radio. We would not have FM. I talk. I can talk and but a lot of nonsense so I can talk in, a lot of in nonsense. Every, in every venture whatever you're trying to do whether it's a personal project or a business project you need one person who just jumps in and takes the risk. Mm-hmm. So he's the risk taker, he's the don't wait for tomorrow let's do it today kind of person. You need one of those and you need somebody else who's like okay, wait a minute while you're jumping in let me do the calculations really quick right. and let's see yeah, if this yeah. is going to work out. Let me put a support team together, let me do build infrastructure <laughs> and all that. So you need those two people yeah, so we yeah. complement each other in that way and, so and, from and, our two hour show uh, what was the next milestone so two hours then we went to four hours okay. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. same station same station no i think within a year i think we kind of liked it then 10 to 6 the response uh, was phenomenal from the, the community the sponsors great. it was just like but uh, were you making money or but uh, you know sandhya's uh, job was keeping you afloat i i'm very proud to say we always made money the only years, the only never... things we lost money in were the crazy cruise. ventures that's no cruise no. never that's my project okay <laughs> there was two projects that sunil started and he just well, like the planet m remember the cd store that we made planet m mm-hmm. on highway 6 we closed in a month we lost uh, $75,000 on oh, that wow. one uh, and the movie 100. on a uh, 100,000 and the movie we mm-hmm. made Uh, we sold to Lionsgate. We made oh, enough okay. money to buy a used Toyota Camry. Oh, <laughs> so that's uh, yeah. The movie yeah. was a great project. Yeah, It took I remember us that. To another level, we started cruises after that because Sunil left his job and therefore had no income, and therefore he needed to do something. I would have never left my job <laughs> had it not been for Farid Virani, who says I'll invest in this idea. Yeah. I had this crazy story. He's like I'll I'll invest in the idea. Let's make a movie, but you got to leave your job. I would have never left my job. There are, oh, okay. there are several people who there were spikes in our whole history that we went from this to like this. 
And one of those was uh, Farid by Farid Virani. He uh, funded our film, Where's the Party Are? And that took us, we sort of left his job finally, though he only worked like, what, but five years? But if it had years? not been for Ashiana TV, I would have never dreamt of <laughs> being <laughs> an entertainer. Indo-American news, Ashiana TV, yes. I would have never so thought yes. that I would. Sandhya, just yes. based on that alone, we need a special, special discount. <laughs> 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 the businessman <laughs> here. We always make money. <laughs> the businessman talks <laughs> to another businesswoman. <laughs> Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much. I know you're going to, you have a birthday party to go to. And yeah. I do want to give a shout out to uh, Mughal Azam for taking us to New York. And we were right in the middle of Times Square. I've never done and, that and before. And there's a YouTube video of Sunil dressed as a, as a, as Akbar. a Akbar. Nawab. Yeah. Mm. As uh, a Akbar, Akbar. As Akbar. Akbar. I saw that. Yeah. And he has all these uh, dancers Women. all the way yeah, around. Yeah. And, it was an amazing experience. And I was experience. watching. <laughs> yeah, dancing to Man, it was just uh, all, all, it was all this military people and uh, Desi people and right in the middle, smack in the middle of Times Square. It's a huge right. entourage. It's like big, a big 150 group. people. Whoa. 150 people troop. And Mughal is going to hit it in Houston on July the 14th, 14th. 15th, 16th at the Wortham Center and Brown it, Theater. It is a Broadway production. You really must go see it. Yep. And, uh, and how can, and, and I'm uh, saying how can this people though, buy tickets? Uh, etix.com. E-T-I-X.com. And I did want to give a shout out if we're, I, time flew by so fast. Thanks for our masala team. We've had probably uh, over 120 cool. different yeah. people uh, in our team from the beginning. Over time. Come and gone. Over time. Yeah. yeah. And we couldn't have done it. But alone. now you have a very set group of dedicated, like, people in your office it's, some of them are changing some okay. of them have yeah. been there for a while right, you know? right some of them like priyanka raju they have been our cornerstone yeah. yes. for almost the whole ter- time 30 and, years and, and before time completely runs out i just wanted to, uh, to mention uh, just like you gave us credence for getting you on the tv you actually approached us to start this program and I was really wondering whether that was a good idea or not. Promote that I do talk to remember. that over. Yeah. And now, in retrospect, it's been such a great... Yeah, we can't yeah. think of a Saturday without doing the show. You know, yeah, no, it's the become such radio, a part of our lives now. Yeah. You, you, all, you speak so well. You have such good voice, Sanchali. And you have so much knowledge and you're so creative, Promote, And you write so well. You're fluid, all three of you. I couldn't have imagined Saturday afternoon a news because I do all gupshap and masti mazak in a news radio where it is current news and Houston news and world news and movie reviews and some non-Bollywood type of songs. I couldn't have thought of a, you know, better three people to be here. In and, and don't games forget, radio. we actually make a podcast out of this. So this yeah. is going to be a podcast wow. that you're going wow. to be able to see on Monday or here on Monday. It's gone. You're it is a pleasure yeah. to be. It uh, is it's a gone pleasure. Big in and out. <laughs> yeah. It is a pleasure to be here on Indo-American News Radio. It just gelled and we would like to thank you that, you know, we thank got this Thank you so much for calling yeah. us and, and thank And the newspaper you, is available in all stores every every week by Wednesday, uh, by no, Thursday, Friday. Friday. It's out in the it's out in the stores. And it's free, guys. And just it's free. Pick up, pick up a copy. And, pick up a copy. And, and subscribe to the it's, online version. It's available at all it's, uh, the Indian yeah, groceries. Everywhere. It's online yeah. every Friday too. So yeah. it's very yeah. And all, all that credit for that goes to promote. Yep. Well, Yay, promote. not all of it, but I'm glad to take it. <laughs> <laughs>
And we have some dedicated listeners. Whenever I'm out there in the community, they keep saying they and love our show. Yeah. And now we added uh, classical music and with Jyoti. I need to do something that uh, Sunday will chide me if I don't do. I've got to go to a commercial break. Yeah. All right. <laughs> thank okay. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. Indo-American News Radio. Hello. Hello. Yes. All right, guys. We'll be right back up. Politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo. American news. एक बार जो मैंने कमिटमेंट कर दी, तो फिर मैं अपने आप की भी नहीं सुनता। Uh, guys, we were so excited about everything going on here with Sunil. It's he's a powerhouse. You like as said before, it's hard to imagine how how someone with that much energy can stay still when he doesn't stay still. <laughs> I think he has ADHD. <laughs> you know, he has like energy of that of I, the I energizer I, I, bunny. I think it is uh, <laughs> what is it? Music masala, eg. <laughs> so, uh, can you talk about our next guest? Yes, Sanjali? yes. We are very fortunate to have Kaushi Shah with us. Kaushi is an independent insurance agent in Houston for Medicare and Obamacare policies. She became an insurance agent because she wanted to help people navigate tricky policies and provide her clients with peace of mind. All policyholders should know what benefits and which plan will best suit their lifestyle. She aims to help her clients understand what insurance policies make sense for them so that she can provide them with proper coverage. Kaushi has lived in Houston for over 20 years with her husband Arjun and their two children Anjali and Ankit. She's of Gujarati Indian background and enjoys giving back to her community and helping at local fundraisers. If you or a loved one are turning 65 and would like more information on Medicare or information on Obamacare, please feel free to contact Kaushi at 832-282-3515 or you can email her at kaushi97 at gmail.com and Kaushi is spelled K-A-U-S-H-I 97 at gmail.com. Welcome to our show again, Kaushi. Thanks for joining us. Kaushi, can wow, you hear us? So. Yes, I can hear you. Can okay. you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, okay, thank, you thank you, thank you. And thanks, you thank even you. called me in uh, Philadelphia to help me with, uh, you know, stuff over yeah. there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Thank you so much for a wonderful introduction. Uh, love having you and Mr. Pramod as my client. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Thank you, Mr. Javar, for, you know, um, uh, getting me on the air. Uh, you guys are awesome team. So much happening. Um, and you also, all three of you have a lot of energy, like Sunil. Sunil <laughs> <laughs> probably, but, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Sunil but thank you. Thanks, thanks very much for, uh, for sharing all your knowledge with the community, uh, especially since Medicare is such a complicated subject. So now the the one thing that, that you wanted to focus in on was the difference between Medicare HMO 
and Medicare PPO. Can you tell our listeners what, what the differences are? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, of course, like you said, Medicare is so complex, so much, uh, so much to understand. And um, I know we have time limits, so I'll try to cover a um, little bit of uh, Medicare Advantage versus, I believe, supplement was something that you were also interested in letting the community know about. So right. I'll, yeah. I'll shine a little light on supplement mm-hmm. um, uh, versus advantage or however you want to word it, advantage versus supplement, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 sure. Perfect, perfect. Thank you again so much for the opportunity. Um, so, um, uh, you know, welcome Houston. Uh, great afternoon. It's getting hot there. Sizzling hot. Um, Sizzling hot. <laughs> not as, as much as we're going to get. Uh, I think it's going to go over 100. Uh, oh, right yeah. Here, but, yeah. Uh, um, right now, I guess it's, it's hot, but it's pleasant hot, I guess. Yeah. But um, um, I want to touch a little bit about what Medicare, um, you know, how, how the Medicare works. Not too much going into Medicare, but just a little bit about um, what are the two options that person can choose once they come into the Medicare world, how they are different, and how they choose. Of course, when one wants to decide if they want to come into Medicare world and get Medicare policy or keep um, insurance policy with their employers, uh, that's another topic that I can touch uh, based on some other time. But if somebody has that question, I also help them decide what's going to be good for them, if it's going to be coming into Medicare world with uh, Medicare or staying with their employer's coverage with actual uh, premium and co-payments and all that good stuff. So um, I kind of help them navigate through the Medicare life, um, you know, when they're coming into the right. Medicare world. So, um yeah, what are you going to say? No, 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 uh, Koshi, I was, uh, I, actually, it's a very pertinent question because what I have is a PPO plan. So I, I, I don't think too much about anything when I go to a doctor. I just go to a doctor and say, hey, are you in network, not in network, and, and, and so on. But HMOs have always been something that, that I've been told you should stay away from. And the HMO, meaning health maintenance organizations, and especially if you have some really serious conditions. So my mom, for example, you know, uh, I don't take any chances, so I I just go with a PPO plan. But is that? But HMOs are there's no there's hardly any premium associated with HMOs. So is, yeah. So basically, basically, no. There is um, majority of the carriers do not have a premium with HMO. Uh, but um, now, majority of the carriers also do not have a premium with PPO. Really? Um, whether, yeah, yeah. So it's, um, I know PPO used to have a slight premium, especially in our area. When I say our area, meaning, you know, Fort Bend County or, or Harris County and uh, Montgomery, mm-hmm. surrounding counties, um, they used to have like $10 uh, PPO monthly premium. Mm-hmm. But um, majority of them had um, gone away with that. So now... There are some PPO plans with few carriers that are still zero dollars monthly premium. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, yeah, going back, when you have Medicare, you can choose one of the. There's three options really. One is going into the Advantage world, which is what you kind of touch based on, which is HMO and PPO, mm-hmm. or choosing a supplement policy. Or the third option is just staying um, alone with Medicare. Uh, part A, Part B, and and buying a Part D, which is a medicine plan, so you don't get any penalty 
However, that is not a good choice or a right choice, I should say, mm-hmm. because not only you're responsible for 20%, people think it's just 20%, it's 20% for your Part B, but the hospital stay is much different. So staying traditionally Medicare and just buying a, a medicine plan is not a recommended at all unless they have Medicaid, and that's a whole new world, whole new topic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah. So basically when they have Medicare and they want to choose between, like you said, Medicare Advantage or a supplement, um, there are two, uh, two different things that differentiate them. Um, Advantage plan, it is a network-based. Uh, Advantage plan do come in HMOs and PPOs, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, majority of the carrier, um, uh, I mean, there's still some carriers that do have a monthly premium, but um, HMOs and PPOs do not have a monthly premium on majority majority of the carriers. You know, again, it depends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it can be zero dollars premium, mm-hmm. and um, and you are right. It's called health maintenance organization, meaning your primary care. Uh, coordinates all the care for you. He or she maintains your care. So he or she sends the referral out to a specialist. You can, if you have an HMO plan, um, you cannot go see a specialist without getting a referral. Mm-hmm. But for most important, whether you have HMO or PPBO, it's still network-based. Mm-hmm. So you still kind of have to go within a network. Yes, when you have a PPO plan, it does give you an ability to see an, um, a PC. I'm sorry, a specialist or a provider that is out of network at a higher cost. Mm-hmm. So that's one difference between HMO and PPO. HMO does not give you an uh, opportunity or ability to see um, any doctors that's out of network. It just sure. will not be covered. So sure. You're responsible for it 100%. And, and by, by network, mm-hmm. you're talking about the network of that particular insurance company. For example, United yes, Healthcare exactly, or exactly, Cigna or exactly, Aetna. Yes. So you cannot... Aetna or United or whoever, yes. Exactly. And, and, and the network, uh, the, the important thing to, to remember is that each one of these networks or insurance companies negotiate separate deals with the with the physicians and the other pharmacies and whatnot. And so, therefore, there's a difference in the amount of ref, uh, deductible and coverage, right? Yeah, so majority, yeah, you're right. A majority of the uh, Advantage plan, which includes HMO and PPO, do not have a deductible when it comes to medical side, but yes. Uh, they will have a deductible when it comes to the medicine side. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, it is a different negotiated cost or co-payment with each carrier. So if you have United, it can be certain cost to see a PCP versus Aetna or Devoted, or there's so many other plans out there, you know. So mm-hmm. everybody has their own cost, and we would go through that. But the main thing is network um, overall, that who are your doctors, who are your specialists, which hospitals you like to go see. Cause yeah, br- talking about hospitals, I just noticed that uh, the HMO with the HMO plan, MD Anderson is not included, whereas with the PPO, MD Anderson may be included with out-of-network benefits. Yes, so that's one of the main points I discussed, especially um, if, some, um, if a person is undergoing cancer treatment or had cancer in the previous, or just kind of, it, it's just a concern about that hospital, then HMO do not um, include 
majority, actually, I, I want to take that back because there's one insurance carrier that's talking about accepting HMO Medicare insurance, um, but majority of the HMO plans are not accepted at MD Anderson, PPOR, and again, it's going to be your out-of-network service, uh, but there are a couple of carriers that, that you can go around it with HMO plan to go see MD Anderson. So again, it's a different topic, a uh, different uh, carrier that we have to discuss. So please call me for this. But yes, you're right. Majority of the um, HMO does not include MD Anderson where PPO, it gives you ability to see MD Anderson or any other physician that's not in the network uh, for a higher cost. Yeah, I see. Well, yeah. and and then we, you want to touch on the, the supplemental plans? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, so I just want to uh, co- cover a couple more grounds uh, before I move on to supplement policy. Um, when we have these Advantage policy, it includes your A, which is your hospital stay. It includes your B, which is your outpatient procedures, doctor's visit, blood tests, whatnot. C is mostly like your extra benefits. Um, such as extra benefits. You know, when I speak with clients, I ask them their health, how is their health condition, what type of medications they're taking, if they're taking an expensive medicine. Um, Also, I ask them what's important to them. You know, there are a lot of clients that are healthy. They don't have any medications or or much health issue, and they want to take care of dental or vision or or just some other important aspect in their life. A lot of our seniors, they need rides to the doctor's office because they don't drive or, you know, their kids are working. Mm -hmm. So these Advantage plans really have these advantages in them. They include dental. They include vision. They include gym membership. They also include rides, transportation to the doctor's office or pharmacies and things like that. Um, They also include something called OTC, over-the-counter benefits. A um, little bit of Tylenol, vitamins, toothpaste, toothbrush, you know, things like that that elderly might need. So all these are advantage that you can get all in one, and it includes your medicine plan in there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything gets summed up in this advantage plan, your, uh, your, your hospital, your outpatient procedures, your extra benefits, and your medicine. Um, now, differentiate between HMO and PPO, like you said, um, PPO does not require referral. So that's another good plus point. A lot of people don't want to go through the headache. Like you said, you know, your mom, she's older. Uh, you know, her health care is more important than waiting around for a referral or trying to see if this doctor is in the network or not. If that's the situation, then we would look into PPO plans. Mm-hmm. And, and again, PPO plans are offered by so many different insurance carriers. And if they're in the network with a lower co-payment, I would suggest that. For them, PPO also bundles up and it includes all of your service, just like HMO, like your hospital stay, your outpatient procedures, um, doctor's visit. It also includes dental, vision, over-the-counter benefits, gym membership. However, because PPO is a little bit slightly bigger in network, plus it gives you an ability to see an out-of-network, so those two facilities mm-hmm. kind of minimize your extra benefits. So majority of the time, not all the time, depending on the carrier again, majority of the time, your dental, vision, over-the-counter benefits, transportation, those are scaled down a little bit. In the PPO plan? Yes, in the PPO plan. So just an example, um, let's say an HMO plan gives you $2,000 for dental. 
Mm-hmm. So when you go into PPO plan, um, it might only give you thousand dollar or five hundred dollars, you know, mm. for dental. So it kind of scales it down on certain things because of. So it just depends on an individual what is more important to them at that moment when they're taking when they're seeking a plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see. I yeah. See. So when you yeah, talk so about the advantage plans, are they the same as the supplement plans or? No supplement. Sorry. What, what what plan would you? You were say? talking about advantage plans, and they're not the yes. same as supplement plans. No. No. Okay. Uh, Koshi, I just, I, Koshi, I, I, I got to tell you, we, we've got about three minutes to go before we go to our next guest. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, so supplement policy is it's a different uh, route that a person takes. Supplement policy does not have any network. So you can go to any hospital, any doctor, no referral needed when you go into a supplement policy. However, just like HMO and PPO, those those are zero dollar premium or low monthly premium. Supplement policies have premiums, and there are three types of supplement policies right now: Plan G, Plan N, and Plan G High deductible. Um, before 2021, there used to be Plan F, which is no longer available. It's a higher premium plan. But any of these three policy that you take, which is a supplement policy, will have a premium. So you'll have to make an extra premium apart from the Part B premium. Supplement policy also does not include any dental. It includes your cataract surgery because that's considered as a medical, but it doesn't include like your eye exam or allowance for glasses. It doesn't give you extra benefits like transportation or OTC benefits and things like that. And it also does not include medicine. So you have to buy a separate medicine plan with supplement policy. Hmm. But supplement policies are um, easier to manage because, you know, you kind of know in the back of your head you have a monthly premium. Three different type of policies. They have a calendar year deductible, Plan G, Plan N, um, a Plan G high deductible. They all have $226 calendar year deductible. And then after that, it, you don't have to pay anything. With Plan N, you have a $20 office visit versus Plan G, you don't have any uh, co-payment. And then there's a Plan G high deductible, which means if you're admitted in the hospital, you have a hospital deductible. Um, but basically, when you're choosing a supplement policy versus advantage, supplement has no bearing on networks. You can go to any hospital, any anywhere. Um, so that that you know that extra flexibility Kaushi, uh, comes with a premium. We have to go to our commercial break, so we yes, will be yes. back after no, our commercial break. We're actually going to another guest. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. That's uh, I know uh, it's so much to cover, but I thank you both. Uh, thank you all of you guys. For taking me on on air, we're and, always uh, happy to have you, Koshi. Yes. You, you're yeah, a wealth, yeah. wealth of knowledge. Yeah, thank you so much. Yes, thank you, and please call me so we can go over with any individual. Um, and you all have a great yes. weekend. Yes, yes. yes. For so next give time. out your uh, in- information. Give out your phone number. Well, it's eight three two two eight two three five one five. That's for Koshi Shah, and or you can email her at koshi nine seven at gmail dot com.
Thank you, Koshi, Thank for being part of our show. We'll save some more information for the next time. <laughs> Thank you, Koshi. Right. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. So we'll be right back after the commercial break. Grand Fashion. Margaritaville Lake Resort, Lake Conroe, provides the space and splendor for the ultimate South Asian wedding experience. Exquisite indoor and outdoor venues for up to 600 guests. All suite guest rooms overlooking the beautiful Lake Conroe. And a variety of multi-day amenities and events for a truly one-of-a-kind wedding. All is possible at Margaritaville. Call 936-448-3103 now to plan the wedding of your dreams. Bade mehenge kirdar hai zindagi ke. Vakt aane par sab ke bhao bad jate hain. Par Maharaja Jewelers mein diamonds ke bhao kabhi nahi badte. Wahi chamak, wahi dil se seva, wahi imandari. Isi liye to kehte hain Hero ka Raja Maharaja. 5821 Hillcroft, 713-784-5673. Bringing diamonds to life. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello, everyone. We're back again, and this time we have a guest who was not originally on the original schedule, the lineup, but we uh, we made the the adjustment because he has some important information that he wants to impart. Yes, and before we go to Vijayji, I just wanted to tell our listeners that if you ever miss someone's phone number or something and, uh, you know, our show is already over by the time maybe you're driving somewhere, you can listen to our show. The entire show is on podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We have a Spotify, um, you know, station. So just on Spotify, just go and type in Indo-American News and you will find all our shows uh, in the archives and uh, please do give us a five star rating when you're going to Spotify to listen to our show right. and, uh, and hit subscribe then you will keep getting notifications when a new podcast that's uh, very becomes important. available that's yes. really very important good yes. good points in Charlie okay. or you can also email us at indoamericannews at yahoo.com and we will provide you the information you need right. All right. Well, we have with us uh, a very prominent member of our community, someone whose heart and soul is dedicated to uplifting Indian culture, Hinduism, and uh, and everything that uh, evolves around uh, us being Desis Indians and living over here. And communal harmony. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's very, very important. And yes. that is Mr. Vijay Pilod. Vijayji, good to have you with us. Jawahar Ji, Pramod Ji, Sanchali Ji, Aap Sabhi Ko Mere Namaskar. Namaskar. Thank you. Namaskar to you, sir. We are happy to have you on the show. So, today I'm going to talk about the Kerala story. Before I talk about the story, I want to give a small incident what happened to me. In 1995, a movie was screened known as Bombay. So, my family is in movie business. My grandfather in 1958 opened a movie theater known as Vijay Talkies and My Name. Oh. Wow. So we, we own two cinema theaters, so I know the movie business fairly well. Mm-hmm. So in 1995, the movie Bombay was screened, and we didn't know that this will cause a lot of problems in the family. 
So the day we screened this movie, a group of people came and vandalized our cinema theater. Oh my God! So where management. where was the theater? Which city? In, near yeah. Hyderabad. Oh, I see. Hyderabad. So we decided to shut down the theater on that day because uh, in a s- small town we don't take any risk. So the next day, another group of people came to us and said, "If we don't show that movie, we are going to boycott." <laughs> So you got it from so both sides. Both sides, yeah. Both sides. So we know that either we're not going to please both the communities, but we had to do what is right. So we consulted the wise people, in, and they said this movie has been passed by censor, and it's just because some people do not like to see a Hindu hero and a Muslim heroine, hmm. the part they're playing, and that's that also is their matter it. Really. So we thought about it, and uh, we decided, finally, to decide to show that movie. So this reminds me: sometimes you have to do what is right, uh-huh. not what people say. Don't do it, or don't do, uh, do it. So that reminded me about this movie. So uh, going back to the Kerala story, um, on May fifth, I got a call from the national distributor. His name is Ken Nas. He wants to promote this movie. So I said, No, no, I cannot do this because uh, you need to find somebody from. Kerala, who can promote this movie because they know more about Kerala and they can promote the movie. So unfortunately, the Kerala community is not very united and they're not able to promote this movie. So I have promoted Kashmir Files um, with my Tana Manadhan. So right. Yes. The same thing. Mm-hmm. This time also. So I agreed to. Uh, when I decided to do something, I put my heart into it, mm-hmm. and they, with everybody's support, this movie has been very successful in Houston. It's running for the fourth week. Mm-hmm. Which is not easy because this is a, this movie is not easy to watch also. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this movie has been very successful in India also. It has crossed two hundred thirty crores. Wow! So when uh, uh, Ken called me to promote this movie, um, I was not sure. So he arranged a Zoom call with a producer and director, and they. So there are fifteen twenty people on the call, and I discussed with them a few more things, and then I felt very comfortable that this is this movie need to be watched by people, and not to worry about what the media is saying controversial. So that's why I decided that I'm going to spend some time <laughs> and money to promote this movie. So I just want to give my heads up why I chose to uh, spend a lot of time uh, to. Encourage people to watch this uh, one of a kind, the Kerala story. Unfortunately, Vijay Ji, what has been the community is not not very strong. What has been the the feedback that you received from? Good question. Um, We have done one show with 180 youth to watch this show, and surprisingly, not a single youth said that it's not a good movie. And I take my advice. My daughter, who lives in Manhattan, she has seen the movie. And she said, this, is a, this movie is worth watching. And over 100 community leaders have watched this movie. I'm yet to hear from any one of them complaining about any complaints about this movie. Uh, so so, and so what, also, uh, Vijay Ji, what, lesson, uh, what right. lesson do you expect people to draw from the movie? One lesson I will say, especially about the Hindu parents, they do not teach their kids how to defend that religion mm-hmm. because most of them don't even know what the religion is and they forget about defending so that's one thing 
I learned this one, and I, I, when I was, my skills are growing up, this question I always ask them. If somebody tried to come and convert you, how do you defend yourself? That means they had to be proud of what, their religion. And that's what I tell everybody. Everybody should be proud of their religion. And they should be able to defend if somebody tried to convert you. That's one thing um, I drew the conclusion about this movie. And the second thing, uh, I spoke to many, many of my Kerala friends, Malayali friends, and they said the story is true because it has happened many incidents in Kerala. Yes, and we've had several uh, people who came to the studio and <clears throat> talked about their experience. And they yes. did say from their experience that what the movie is showing is uh, actually true. And that is true. Um, um, I spoke to several people and they all said that this movie is true. And, and when I saw the BBC and other news channels and news talking bad about the movie, then I felt like I need to do my job. I need to do this most, uh, spend some time and explain people to watch this movie. Is that these uh, adults? They are adults who are converting, and they're not doing it under coercion. They're willingly doing it, but uh, the way it is being done is they're being brainwashed, and so that is where the point of contention is that they are willingly converting to marry someone, or you know, so um, they are. Uh, it's like playing games with their minds. Is that's that's mm -hmm. uh, that's the biggest uh, issue, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sanjali, you, you have seen the movie, right? Of course. I saw it like very first week because, you know, it was so controversial that yeah. I had to see it. And I loved the movie. I loved the way it was made. I loved everything about the movie. And it may be true that, you know, the numbers that are being shown in the movie may not be right. And that is the biggest, uh, uh, you know, controversial issue in India that they're saying, oh, the numbers that have been, uh, you know, uh, projected in the movie are not correct. But even one case, one incident is way too many according to me so you know why should it happen and they, yes and guess what when i went to see them the first time i cried and i could not watch the whole movie i left mm. then after a couple of days i went back again and saw the whole movie so this mm. movie is very very emotional yes so this is a warning i want to give everybody before you go to and the movie. we have had several guests in our studio who have actually corroborated that it is happening and there are families that are getting affected there was one lady on the show last Saturday who actually her cousin went through this and it was there were, you know, uh, threats made on their family's lives and her brother was uh, threatened and then they had to move uh, this person and, uh, you know, the parents were threatened. So, you know, and we actually saw parents of these three uh, or four characters that they talked about. The parents were in the movie. They talked about it of the real life characters. Of course, for dramatization purposes, to make it a film, there will there will be cinematic you know liberties that people have to take to dramatize and show it. But uh, there has to be you know truth in it. Uh, and uh, the director, of course, has done his research. He wouldn't make such a huge you know big uh, uh, you know budget movie without doing enough research. So, and lately. A movie has to be hit. That means it takes a lot of effort nowadays. Correct. Many people are watching movie, and this has cost over two hundred thirty crores. Yes. So this means a lot, and I hope more movies. Is uh, that is that all like across uh, global? India. Global? No, no, no. Just this, this 
just this is only bharat india mm. not it, global yeah <laughs> uh, vijay ji how long is the uh, movie being shown in houston this is the fourth week okay and fourth week is the last week i think so because um, um, almost everybody has seen this movie so this is the last week and i'm encouraging anybody want to see the movie i think this will be screened on the last day will be wednesday what okay. i was totally surprised uh, about was that there were so many showings of the movie i mean at one point the second week or so i think like almost every 15 minutes there was a show at amc mm. sugarland so yeah folks there's plenty of opportunity one day there was yeah you're right one day there were 15 shows yes <laughs> yes yes i've never seen any indian movie yeah. getting this kind of response and the whole intent of the movie is to raise awareness you know that this is yeah. happening right under our nose right under our eyes and many people were not aware of this issue so i wasn't aware of this issue so i feel it's educational that you know these things are happening and they are real they are true so you know you may try to what is uh, brush for, it off saying yeah, it's not what happening what is fortunate is uh, uh, ISIS, isis is no longer that active mm-hmm. and the love jihad has reduced mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. this is something that did happen in the past well it is it is vijay ji do you know of current you know numbers and you know how relevant it is at this moment w- Well it's it's a movie built based on some true Previous events facts. I guess yes. but it doesn't mean that there are hundreds of people going out and Right but that's why I'm asking him do you know the relevant no, no. you know current I numbers I do not have the numbers but uh, all I know from uh, talking to many of my friends in India and here also this movie has brought a lot of awareness in the parents as well as in the youth So mm-hmm. when you say so, awareness Vijay ji mm-hmm. you're talking about mm-hmm. awareness of conversions or awareness of people becoming radicalized uh, many parents are realizing that uh, that they need to give proper education about their own religion which is hinduism yes a lot of parents are too busy taking to the tennis classes swimming classes spelling bee and all those things but they never made time to discuss about the religion i always ask question to a lot of youth what makes you a proud hindu and in 90% of kids don't even know what how to give that answer mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so this is now the more lot more efforts are being made in you know there's organization in kerala uh, they have saved 7000 girls oh i see some, some of our uh, Christ- they missed yeah go ahead out of 21 out of 21000 they were able to save only 7000 mm. so so they got a uh, the producer has given them a, i think 50 lakh rupees of check to to do so that they can to continue their efforts yeah continue their efforts right w- vijay ji so, we we've got 5 yeah. minutes left before the end of the show so I, sure. I, some of our christian I, callers uh, who are you know keralites and they love their state and they have called complaining and many of them are trying to call right now but they're just showing as you know block numbers so we are not picking them up but uh, they are saying that it's showing kerala in a very bad light and you know they are upset about it and they have their objections that uh, you know it's showing kerala in a poor light so what well, do you have to say to that um you know they have picked up the story about three girls from kerala so it is not about kerala but it is about the entire india because these girls kerala could be anywhere state. they could be anywhere uh, i have been to kerala it's a beautiful state and the people are very smart in kerala i don't think they should get offended because the name of the movie is kerala story exactly yep uh, mm-hmm. that's one thing uh, 
and uh, some of them are still don't want to see the movie and they say the propaganda right and uh, i will say that please go and watch the movie and then make your decision don't make a judgment before you see the movie yeah and they don't watch the pirated movie mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. i have yeah. Vijay ji so, thank you so much we almost out of time for the show thank you but we always enjoy having you on the show so, that's we're talking to aap sabko mere taraf se aur ek baar dhanyawad mujhe call karne ka mauka diya ji ji thank you thank you sunil and sandhya on your radio program was really fun <laughs> yeah they are always a lot of interesting thank you them again thank you uh, thank all right you. sir thank, thank you Vijay thank you very much yeah. okay bye and, and he was talking about the bombay movie it was made by a hindu director but the uh, music Mani, was by Ma- ar rahman right. yeah mani ratna yeah. and yeah. ar rahman it's and a classic and that's you know you know story. harmony you know yeah, yeah. and uh, it talks about what happened after the uh, mumbai blast bombay riots yeah and uh, yeah. so uh, a story could become another classic All right. Jawar do you have a song for us to close? Actually I do not because uh, I was waiting for the the broken hearts from Ruben Perez but I can't find it. Oh, oh okay. okay. No okay. problem. We can talk about how exciting IPL was. Yeah, did well, you enjoy? We've got It went to the last ball. So the well, last two balls. balls yes. Uh, Jadeja was uh, batting. Jaddu to the rescue. Yes. A and 6 that, and a 4 did it. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, that is called uh 10 runs yeah we were six... expecting uh, mahi you know to come through and you know show his fireworks yeah. but he got out like very first That's ball right. so yeah but uh uh, uh jadoo did actually score a sixer and then a four yeah. and uh it couldn't have been more exciting who was on the other side was it shivam no who was uh, i forget because he was hesitating to you know give the strike to jaddu but of course it was the right decision at the end of the day and even the gujarat titans were happy that it was csk who won because yeah. you know hardik pandya has been mentored by mahi and so he also said at the end that i'm happy that they won That's true. and it might be mahi's last season but we never know yeah. because he kind of kept everyone guessing that well, depending on his fitness and anyway he hasn't uh, well, doesn't he have went, to decide until 7 months later well no he had his knee surgery yes and he's recovering from it yeah. so there's a good chance that he'll he be back he will do yeah the money so money calls so that's great and then yeah. uh, on wednesday we'll have the World Test Championship yes. between India and uh, Australia. Australia. Looking forward and, to it. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, five days and uh, there's a good chance the match will be settled in three. I mm. hope it doesn't rain. You know, yeah. these days rain has become yeah. like the final IPL match. That's it, true. We thought it wouldn't happen because the first day got rained out. Yeah, the second ho- day also they had the first innings and then it started raining. So they had to reduce the number of overs and luckily it went on till so like what, one, what 1.32 a.m. So what happens to the grounds? The grounds they covered. They, they managed to blot it out and it was okay. And they were able to play 15 overs. Really? But who expects... Well, I mean, that's a huge ground to cover. Yeah. No, no, but they who, cover the middle part and then they soak up, you know, wherever there are water puddles. Right. But since it's a brand new stadium, so it's been built, built very well. Yeah, there is drainage yeah. all around. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but in any case, uh, uh, the World Test Championship should start on Wednesday and should be uh, great fun. Yes. So and folks. as I mentioned earlier in the show, we're going to have a freelancer, uh, Raghved Damle, who's going to be calling in from London. Yeah. Uh, covering the uh, match. Yeah. All right, so guys, we're about 20 seconds away from saying signing adios. Signing off. Yes. So, this is Jawahar. 
This Hats. is Sanchali. And this is Pramod. Have a great weekend. And thanks for listening to us and being our dedicated supporters. And uh, be back next Saturday for uh, uh, Jyoti's uh, Classically Yours with Jyoti. All right. Looking forward to it. Fresh Indian Khana. Full bar. Nine o'clock when whole Houston sleeps. Bob's comes to life.